deeper life with the flowers where we help you strive to live a life with profound purpose while equipping you to be healthy and joyful. This is Caleb. And this is Ellie. This podcast is brought to you by Flowers Coaching. If you want to support us, please share this podcast with a friend and make sure that you're following us on Instagram at flowers.coaching. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Crushed and we it just first did time. Our first giveaway, we gave away a Starbucks gift card. So definitely follow us. Yeah. Yeah. There's some good stuff on there. And we're going to come out with some in the next couple of weeks. Uh, you're going to hear a lot more about what Flowers Coaching is, what we're doing, and other ways you can get involved besides listening and subscribing to this. Uh, so before we get into all the content for today, I have a funny story that Ellie really wants me to share with you guys. Um, about Who doesn't love a good story? Yeah, who doesn't love a good story? You're right. So uh, do you want to tell it or do you want me to? I'd love to hear how you How I tell it? How I tell it? it? Okay, <laughs> yeah. okay. So... Um, at the time of us recording this, Ellie's still pregnant, and we went for a walk, you know, to try to kind of get her some exercise to induce her, and we're walking around the block, and I was like, okay, I can go home, mop the floors, you know, finish cleaning the house, and she was like, no, let's, like, let's keep going up one more street, and I was like, all right, I guess we can do that. I'd rather do other things, but sure. So we walk up the street, and in our neighborhood, uh, most, of, most of, like, our, like, in our backyard, we have high fences, but on the sides of everyone ha- everyone's house, we have, like, picket fences. And so we're walking on the street, and there's this, like, dog that I don't see sticking its head out, like, on the corner of the fence. Um, and so I see it, and it startles me, and I was like, oh, because initially I thought it was, like, you know, a Halloween decoration. So the dog's, Which they did have which Halloween they did decorations have Halloween, yeah. in their backyard. Yeah. So the dog starts barking and I, you know, I was like, okay, whatever. Like, and these people have a handful of dogs that bark at us every now and then. Um, And as we keep going up, the dog just jumps up and bites my arm. Just like, like mauls me. As we're walking on the sidewalk. Yeah. And so I scream because I'm I'm startled. Like it, it hurt, you know, it still hurts a little bit, but it didn't hurt that much. Um, It wasn't really a scream. It was more like. Ah, and but like you <laughs> ran into the street. Yeah, I ran into the street. Uh, dog keeps barking, and at this point, I lose all cognitive function on what I am thinking and saying and doing. And Remember, this is clean, so you can't actually say. Yeah. What so the the owner of the dog opens up her window and is like, like River, stop barking, and you know, blah blah blah. And I just yell with all the anger I have in my heart at this woman about how like I have little kids who walk on this street you need to control your bleeping dog and I'm I'm just very pissed <laughs> and Ellie's like sitting there pregnant and she's like what's happening like I don't even know what's going on I was like, it just all happened so fast and it was like so dramatic and I just didn't know what to do I just was standing there like with my giant belly <laughs> Yeah. So, and then the neighbor came out and I was like, uh, I'm so mad. I don't want to have to talk to this person. So Caleb goes sprinting down the street to like get away from the lady to go back home. And no, I'm no, that's not, behind that's, that's him. not, I was angry and I said, let's walk this way. I don't want to walk in front of their house. And so I leave to go Knowing walk. Knowing she was going to come out and try and talk to us. I didn't know that, but then she did. And I was like, I don't, I don't want to talk to you. This is not. And the big thing is, I think some of you will get this, but I was like, I'm just mad and angry and just got bit by a dog and I don't want to have a human connection or interaction (laughs) with somebody that's going to make me feel like I can't just be anything but upset. 
You know what I mean? So this lady so comes up to us. So his immediate response was, I'm sorry. Like, Caleb yeah. immediately apologized. Well, I did cuss at her. I, I did feel bad about that. But yeah, I immediately apologized. And then she goes on to tell us a story about how um, it's her daughter's dog who has Down syndrome. And I was like, oh my gosh, I don't even know what I can do now because I don't want this like little girl who has this, you know, weirdly aggressive dog. <laughs> like, because it is, it is just like a moral dilemma, you know, like, do I call animal control and petition to get this dog put down? That is not what we did, though. We did no, call no. animal control. And, and, I, and, and I specifically on the phone, because I would never petition for someone's dog to get put down, I, I said, I really don't want this dog to get put down. And they're like, that won't happen. Like, that's okay. But and we didn't ticket them. They asked if we wanted to ticket them. Yeah. We didn't. Yep. Yep. I did, like, I did clean the bite, like, five hours later. So <laughs> I don't know if that's really what you're supposed to do, but that's how it worked out. Yeah, that was pretty gnarly. Yeah. But it's a fun time. It's a good story. Yeah, I, yeah. So it, if you tuned in today, you can at least hear about how that – and so if you're still listening to this and you want to hear what we're actually talking about, <laughs> um, we can get into that now. So uh, we wanted to talk a little bit about goals, and we'll do more about goals. This is kind of like a part one, I think, and we're doing going to do a part two uh, in like January. So this is kind of like your precursor to kind of January. But I think um, for a lot of us, you get that New Year's time of year uh, where you're going like, ooh, I want to, you know, new year, new me, right? I feel like that's a classic thing that your dad says all the time. Um, <laughs> might. Yeah. What are you saying? The audience is dad. Everyone's well, dad. Maybe well, maybe, maybe the audience is dad too, but I do feel <laughs> like your dad specifically is a new year, new me kind of guy. Um, uh-huh. And so – there's kind of this this promise at the beginning of the year that you get to reinvent yourselves. And you had just said this before we started recording. But you, whenever you come up with a goal or a resolution or something like that for the beginning of the year, you essentially have 12 months to, like, forget about it or, like, not get it done. And so we fail and fail and yeah. beat yourself up and live in a same shame cycle because you tried and then you backslid and then you had to start over and all that. So uh, – yeah, so I think the first way that goals were really big for us was when we bought our uh, – or we, we were saving up to buy our first house. Um, and so contrary to popular belief, we did not save up to buy our first house by um, cutting out avocado toast and, you know, buying our coffee out of – like out of Starbucks. That's what that's what I feel like all – everyone's like, well, if you want to save money to buy a house, you got to stop, you know, eating avocado toast and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, those small things. Yeah, yeah. What? So what would you say uh, – we knew we wanted to have a house do foster care, so that was a big motivator. Yep. Um, at the time, we lived here in Colorado, and this was like five years ago. So before we even talk about this, I do want to say house prices were expensive then, but they were not what they are right now in Colorado. Right. I don't yeah. know – I you know, again, I, maybe we could have done it. We bought probably one of the cheapest houses in our area – was $300,000. Yeah, and we got lucky because it didn't sell for a while. Yeah. And which doesn't which happen is anymore not a either. Thing now. Yeah. yeah. And so it did slide down. But the main way that we did that was we had this like but it's not purple. That's what our son always says. He calls every color purple and that's what I, I just wanted to do. Um <laughs> we had this big blue jar and we just kind of put extra money in it that we would get. Um but it was usually money that we were like planning to earn. So the main thing was like, I mean, what, how many 
babysitting was the big way that we did that. Right. So you were working and you had an internship. Internship. So you had like, you were making like thirty thousand dollars yeah. or something like that. I was making even less than that. I was teaching dance and babysitting. So we specifically said one of my babysitting gigs, I got like $700 a month, which was the most, it was my biggest paycheck every month. And we were just like, we're just going to cash it and put it in this blue jar every month. And then we also, uh, at the the internship I had, I got like, it was a nonprofit. So I got a gas reimbursement. Um, I got other reimbursements for like, if I bought somebody a coffee, I could fill that out and get a reimbursement. And so every time we got a reimbursement check, whether it was gas or like other stuff we had spent, we would cash those and put it in there. Was it just the one babysitting job? I thought we did it for like all of them. Maybe. I mean, I, maybe we just lived off of what you were making. Yeah. And then we also would get like, I feel like we lived off of what I was making and the money you got from dance. And then, which that would have been like a hundred dollars. Yeah, we we also didn't know how to cook at all, so we would make these like terrible meals at home and just have to eat it because we were really in a whole thirty. Then we would we did whole thirty a couple times that year. Yeah, well, well, let's we did whole ten a couple times that year <laughs> where we were like, okay, this is terrible. I have a bad headache now, and um, so yeah, so I, I don't remember. It took us a shorter amount of time than I thought it would have. Um, and a lot we of that were really motivated by physically putting cash into this jar every month. Yeah. Like we call it, like we just, even if we got like birthday money, we're like, well, I just want to put it in this jar. Cause that seems exciting. Right. Yeah. So then we, it was funny cause we put it in the jar every month and then we count it up and take it to the bank and deposit it. And I think, and then just so you know, uh, you know, we did not put 20% down on our first house. I think we put like, like whatever the lowest was. No, I think it was like I three think, and a half percent. Or I think we did ten thousand. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So but that I think that was three percent. But that's a lot of money for a poor little couple. Right. Yeah. I mean it definitely was our and I if I remember right, there's I think there's three times this has happened to me. It's been when I bought your engagement ring. Uh, when I bought that little crappy Toyota Corolla that I had for a while, and then when we bought our house, that was like all like every time I zeroed out my bank account to oh, make yeah. it we happen. Had, we had yeah. nothing in our bank yeah. account. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and that was really it for us. That was we got into that first little blue house over on 102 Longs Peak. No, yeah, that's yeah. the address. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was awesome. It was really cute. We loved it. Uh, Lived there for a whole 13 months. Yeah, that's a different story for a different day, but which we can probably share soon. Sure. Um, I think legally we could share it soon, I guess. Oh, yeah. But so we end, that was kind of a big start for us to be like, okay, when the new year came around, we always started to say, okay, what is a, you know, maybe a fitness goal? What's a life goal? What's a spiritual goal? What's like a financial goal? that we want to set for ourselves each year as a couple um, to try to be, you know, the kind of people that we want to be. And and it's couple goals, probably just mostly financially, but then also individual sure. goals that we, like, tell each other. Right. So there's accountability. Accountability and then also support, right? Like, yeah. if I know that one of Ellie's goals is to go on a, you know, to work out three times a week, then I know I can, like, okay, then I need to do some extra stuff to help her be able to, do that and vice versa. 
Um, and we have been really, really good at doing that. So we wanted to share with you guys what our goals were for 2022 and then talk about how those turned out. So, um, I, so my first goal was I wanted to ride my Peloton, uh, 300 times. So if you don't like one of the things I really like about uh, the Peloton bike is that it like keeps all your stats and it tracks everything for you. And so there's kind of this number of like rides thing. Like you hear people talk about like, Oh, I hit my 500 ride or, you know, I did my 500 ride, I guess, or, you know, I did whatever. Um, and so I was like, okay, this year I want to ride it, you know, even if it's 15 minutes, I want to do it 300 times, which is basically like most days out of the year. Um, our other, we we had a financial goal that, um, I don't, I don't remember what it was, but I remember it like kind of went out the window when I lost my job because we had to, you know, that like life happens, things change. Um, and then we had, well, why don't you share your goal and then I'll share the one, the last one. What? So you share like your fitness goal and then okay. I'll share that goal we had okay. together. So I, every year want to lose weight and I normally do. I, I've lost 20 pounds for like two years in a row every year, but I, by the end of the year, that is not what ends up sticking. So I was like, okay, this year, instead of saying, I just want to lose 20 pounds. I was like, I want to be 20 pounds less by the end of the year. Right. So it's, yeah. Okay. So then our, the last goal that was like a big one. And this was like the first one we wrote down is we were like, all right, no, babies this year that was the plan it's like we don't like we have had a newborn for the past four years in a row it was three years in a row. or three years in a row and we were like this is the year we're not going to have a newborn we're going to get plenty of sleep it's going to be awesome and that goal lasted until about you know the middle of seven weeks february yeah 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 Uh unfortunately we never understood that whole like where babies come from concept but (laughs) Um, we were really prepared to say no to any foster yeah, placements. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so going through that list, though, I want to go back through real quick and just talk about where we're at with each of those goals and how they talk, how they ended up. Um, I mentioned the baby one, obviously, that we are expecting a baby here. And b- by the time this airs, the baby will be here for sure. Yeah. Um, the financial goal got derailed when I lost my job, although I do feel pretty comfortable where we are. Um, we just didn't know what we could actually, we didn't want to put pressure on ourselves to have that goal be the same when we didn't know what our future looked like right. financially. So it wasn't that we were like, Oh, f- forget saving money. It was just like, we actually probably saved more money. Oh yeah. I think we were. Yeah. Yeah. It changed everything. So, yeah. 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 So, um, I, I'm looking at this and it's not in the right order. Then, okay, so my the baby one, obviously. And then with Ellie, um, <laughs> you know, she got pregnant, which is kind of puts you in a tough spot to, to be 20 pounds lighter. But we'll get, we'll get to I more. I went the opposite direction. Yeah. By a lot. And then uh, with my Peloton, um, my membership literally expired. <laughs> I never renewed it. So And like early on too, right? Yeah. Well, it was it was maybe honestly it was right around the time of the year when everyone started to freak out about inflation. And I was like, well, 
I guess if I can get, you know, an extra 40 bucks by not having to pay for this every month and it's already done, then there we go. And, and we'll be all right. I still use my Peloton. I just don't ride it. Like the route, what I just said, I like about it with it having like collecting your stats, that feature is no longer available to me. <laughs> like it has like a factory reset setting where it's like just ride and there's no instructor, uh, just a blank screen. And I can set the, you know, intensity or whatever, but I'm just usually listening to a podcast, which I do. I actually enjoy that more than the instructor piece of it. But yeah. So if any of you are interested in a Peloton, you know, offers, you know, might be on the table for that. So <laughs> send an offer sure in. A stationary and, bike is much cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I like it still. Um, and maybe one day I will renew it. Who knows? So, um, so yeah, basically that's how we failed all of our goals that uh, we had made so far for the year. So um, what we wanted to talk about, the whole reason we had this topic was not so we could just tell you funny stories about how we set goals and couldn't accomplish them. Um, but we wanted to talk more about, okay, so it's uh, a couple weeks in November. You're coming up on Thanksgiving and the Christmas season, New Year's, all that stuff. You're going to get ready to kind of set up a different goal. Um, but what can you do to finish strong for like that remaining time that's coming up? And so the big thing, I, I wrote some stuff here down, like for me, it's looking at it going like, okay, uh, I wanted to ride my Peloton 300 times. And that was like, I guess, cool to kind of hit that number. But really, that was about, I want to, you know, be active so much more this year so that I'm in a better place physically. And so that's like a fitness physical goal. It's kind of like the heart behind it. So at like a way that I can still have like the heart of that goal and finish strong is I can go, okay, um, I want to do three cardio workouts and four lifting workouts a week until the end of the year. Um, you know, as far as the baby goal, there's really nothing we can do there. We're kind of stuck with that one. Um, then embrace. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think for money, um, and this one is, is I, you know, I, I always wish I thought this thought in July, um, and could start planning for it in July, but I always, you know, right now when we're doing this, it's October. So it is like a little bit earlier, but what I wrote down was like, my money goal for the end of the year is don't let Christmas take over my savings account or let like, let my financial situation actually define what Christmas is like, not the expectations of what everyone wants Christmas to be like. I think a lot of times, I mean, it's, I could go through Walmart today and see like 10 things that I couldn't afford that I know my kids would like for that day and buy them all and then be like in a really tough spot when I know that like that's just not the reality and that's a tough pill to swallow but I think it's a really important pill to swallow for you to like have a successful financial you know future in life and then Ellie's goal is really easy because <laughs> she will probably be 20 pounds lighter by the end of the year right now so my new goal is from now until the end of the year, I'll be 20 pounds lighter. I probably will crush that. Yeah. Because this baby's predicted to be gigantic. Yeah. If you don't know, the baby's been like measuring at, he's supposed to be like 11 pounds or higher when he's born. 
That's if I went full term. So we're yeah. really hoping for not yeah. 11 pounds. And I, and I actually don't know anything about um, babies and how that goes. But what I've heard is that the placenta is the same size as the baby. So that's like 22 pounds right there. No, it's not the same is, is that not? Is that not the... No, but I was just showing you pictures that it like logistically looks really big. Yeah. That's not as like heavy. Oh. Okay. You thought I had like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought it was the same size. I thought the same size made the same weight. And people it's do probably a couple pounds. I honestly don't know. So but then other stuff is gonna like the fluids gonna come out, the blood. Yeah. So okay, I this is this is really gross. But people because people do weird things with the placenta, right? We can't offend anybody. <laughs> okay, here's the thing: if you have you do you with your placenta. I am. We're not doing this. But if you or you know somebody who has ever like taken their placenta, you know, put a little bit of like coarse black pepper and kosher salt on it and throw it on their Traeger, I would like you to write in and let us know that somebody has done that. I'm not doing that, but I don't know why you couldn't smoke your placenta. If you can blend it and drink it, it would seem. You can turn it into like pills. Like you like and send it to a place where they like you turn it into like a vitamin for you to take every day. He's bl- uh, yeah, he's just no he had the yeah. straightest face that's just blinking at me. <laughs> yeah, I have no comment about that. Um, well, anyway, I don't. I just. I guess I just don't understand the benefit of why you why you need to take vitamins from something that you grew in your body. Uh, I don't no. know, but do you know research. what? We could do some research. It's probably worth a couple couple Googles. If I could spell placenta, this would be <laughs> we would be off to the races here. Um, okay, so. In all seriousness, we want to talk a little bit for the next couple minutes here about how you can take this idea of like you might have failed your goals, but you do want to finish strong and what you can do um, going into the end of this, the next, what, six, seven weeks until the end of the year. Um, And so the first thing I said is if you know, so if you are a a goal-oriented person or you're a New Year's resolution person, um, I would pull that resolution back out take a look at it and figure out what the heart behind that is and then how you can implement it now. So if it's like, I wanted to read my Bible every day and I didn't, it's like, okay, well, the heart of that is that you wanted to connect with God. There's probably a reason that you didn't read your Bible every day. It might've been time. It might've been because you tried to do a Bible in a year plan and then you got to Leviticus and you were like, I'm out. Um, And, you know, like there's, there's plenty of reasons that it could have been. For you that did that, and maybe it's like, you know, connecting, reading the Bible is like a main way to connect with God, but there are other things you can do that you connect with God. So maybe connecting with God is the heart of that goal, and you just need to figure out like, okay, actually I'm going to read my Bible three days a week and listen to worship music seven days a week, and that's how you connect with God. Um, That's not how I connect with God. I'm not a big worship music guy, but I know that that is a real thing for a lot of people. Um the second one is for someone who maybe isn't goal-oriented. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, I'll talk about that. So um, if you're not like a, someone who is super into goals, even, you know, the most disciplined people I know, like Shelby, my sister, she's like just not someone who like thinks about goals or writes goals down. But she's actually really disciplined and, you know, that doesn't make you not disciplined. But anyhow... um, this is like a fun way to actually start a goal is by doing it at the end of the year. 
Because it's actually really easy to accomplish something if it's short term. So in January, again, we, like we talked about, like that's 12 months of that's a really long term thing. One year is really long term. So to give yourself seven weeks of like, I'd really like to finish the year having this thing done or like feeling like I am this type of person. Don't they say like 30 days is. Like- I, I think all that's a lie. <laughs> I, I don't <laughs> think there are things that are like, it takes 70 days to build a habit or it takes 30 days for you to, I don't think any of that's true. Okay. Well, if you do something for seven weeks and then you start in January, I do think you will have a much bigger head start of like who you want to be in 2023. Yes. And if you started January 1st. Right. It's like, so yeah, I do think one of the things that this is another dad saying, but it's like the easiest, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago and today, you know, (laughs) like, so yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I would also recommend whether you're going back through your goals, like you set goals at the beginning of the year or you didn't set any goals and you're wanting to like try it out, only striving for one of them, I think. The problem is we overwhelm ourselves with, I want to read my Bible every day. I want to work out every day. I want to save this amount of money, whatever. And then it's just, it's too overwhelming. So I'm saying set yourself up well, pick one of them, pick one goal, do it really well for seven weeks, and then you can add something else in in January. Yeah, absolutely. I think that, and that's something that, you know, like when we even told the story about the house, um, like that was our first financial goal ever that we set. And we've just kept doing that and then have been like, let's try to read my Bible more. Let's say, you know, now let's try to get into fitness, you know? So yeah, I think adding one as you go is a better way of doing that. So, so that is our show for today. Thank you so much uh, for tuning in. Really appreciate that. I hope that this was really helpful for you. And if it was, we'd really appreciate it if you'd share it with a friend. Um, next couple weeks are going to be really a good time. Uh, we might be having some special guests coming in and, and talking with us as we get ready to, uh, you know, deal with the baby. So tune in for those. And thank you so much for listening. Have a great rest of your day.